This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app for the iOS App Store and find one of our locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez, and I just – I'm recording recording this just minutes after the Golden Knights tied the series up one-to-one. What an exciting game. I – as you can tell, my mood is much more chippy uh, since that Monday episode where I was a little bit down. But – Turn your frowns upside down, guys, because what a game. The Golden Knights scored three. Almost almost got the fourth one. Almost got the fourth one. Almost had the empty netter. But obviously, the Minnesota Wild blocked a lot of shots. And obviously, they had to block the last shot attempt for the Golden Knights. But, oh my God, what a game. Even Marc-Andre Fleury tried for the empty netter at the end there, but there wasn't enough time. Oh, that would what that would have been amazing. Anyways, uh, let's let's dive in a little bit more. This is my initial reactions. Obviously, it was Vegas's turn this game to really weather the storm in the first period. The Minnesota Wild was relentless in the first period. They they wouldn't stop. They had so many good chances, and Mark Andre Fleury was there every single time. And going out of that period, tied 0-0, was a win for Vegas. In the second period, the Vegas found their feet a little bit. They kind of uh, – the first half, actually, Minnesota still controlled it. And then Minnesota, Minnesota then scored the first goal of the game, uh, Matt Dumba, with Matt Dumba. And then 18 seconds later, Jonathan Marchessault – just answered like he didn't waste any time to answer 18 seconds later and that's i that was a turning point like vegas did not look back after that vegas adjusted their defense in the first period minnesota had so many chances right in front of flurry right in front of the crease right in front of the net and in since since the sec the since Marshall scored that goal that hasn't really shown up vegas has was better really clogging up the lanes and Minnesota could not, could barely do anything. Maybe they had a few other good chances later in the third period when they had to really push to catch up because after Marcheseau scored, Alex Stock then scored the game-winning goal a few minutes later. And since then, the, the Wild had to chase and their defense had to really break down. Once the, the Minnesota Wild chased... They had to push their their defensemen a little bit forward, and they could not backcheck as much because they have to. They had to score. That was very key for the Golden Knights to have that lead because Minnesota is very very stout defensively, as you can tell. But once the Golden Knights got that lead, which was the the tuck goal was really good, but like it it was a great play by Yan Mark, who I actually. 
uh, I apologize for talking smack on Yanmark last episode, but that goal was Yanmark, Petro, and and Tuck's finish. Yanmark had a really good defensive play on his own end, passed it to Petro. Petro took it in the zone, had a shot, but missed missed the net. But then Yan Yanmark really fought for the puck and got it right in front of the net to Tuck, and then Tuck just buried it. It, w- it was a beautiful play, and since then, like I was saying, it, Vegas didn't look back. Vegas just control the game th- then. Like, the Wild was trying to push, but Vegas, like I said, will not wouldn't allow them to do anything. The last really good chance I remember the Wild getting was really late in the third period where they were running out of time and they were they were they had to do something. And another thing Vegas did really well and it's been this past few games is shut shut down Kaprizov. He's been really invisible this past two games. I thought he hasn't it's the Fiala like the first line for the wild that has really given the Golden Knights trouble but the second line with the Kaprizov line hasn't really been that much it's the the Fiala line that's it's hard to answer and it's weird because that's what the wild started with and the Golden Knights countered with their fourth line of Colossar Reeves and uh, Carrier. Speaking of that line, I thought Keegan Colasar played a really good game. He didn't uh, have he didn't have any points in the stat sheet, but he was so noticeable. His physical presence was there, and every time he's on the forecheck, he he was a he was a force to reckon with. Now, like I said, he, did, he wasn't in the score sheet, but. Boy, oh boy, uh, was he good. And I even tweeted this uh, that because I'm just going to pat myself in the back here. Like a few years ago when I saw Colasar play for the Chicago Wolves at the time, I I said that in a few years he's going to be a – an an NHL player. He's not going to be a superstar. He's not going to score a lot of points. He's not going to be a household name. But he's going to be a very good bottom six grinder type. The way the way I described him is Ryan Reeves with more skill. Even though Ryan Reeves is a different type of skill, Colasar I feel like has better puck skills. That's that's what it is. So I'm really really excited. For the future of this kid, because I think he has earned his spot in this roster. Uh, there are a lot of other players that I thought played a really good game. Uh, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more, but first I want to talk about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started and I'll meet you there. 
go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once I get Locked On Golden Knights Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. This podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including occasional limited time flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. I'm just a caramel guy. I love caramel, and this one tastes so good. And it's healthy, too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar. A couple of them has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams of sugar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and you get the raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. If you haven't tried any of the flavors, you can get the mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 off BuiltBar.com. Okay, so obviously I have to lead with Marc-Andre Fleury. He is, to in my opinion, my first star of this game. That's, that's I mean... There's no way about it. There's no argument here. He's the best player on the ice that game. He, it, it was, it was master. He allowed one goal, but he, he didn't see the puck. And even then, he actually almost made that save. His in- instinct knew that the puck was going that direction. If you actually watch that play, he tried to get his blocker towards that direction but of, of, because since he couldn't see the puck obviously he missed and Dumbo made a really good shot and got it past him and since then other than that it, it, it's it, it's been nothing the Minnesota Wild could not solve Marc-Andre Fleury which is whew, very good for the Golden Knights now I I think that he should play again next game if they switch to Leonard they're I I think it's the wrong move. Mark Andre Fleury is so hot right now. It's you can't take him off the net. I understand if Mark Andre Fleury probably allowed like three or four goals, like each game, and maybe you switch to Leonard. But no, he's allowed one goal in regulation. One goal in regulation. The the other goal he allowed was in overtime. Okay, and Mark like. Golden Knights would have, should have won that game if they scored more goals. It was Mark Andre Fleury's. This is Mark Andre Fleury's net to lose. I I I can't see Robin Leonard start in goal on Thursday. I I don't see it. What watch watch me be wrong because I'm always wrong anyways. Watch Pete DeBoer just totally throw everybody in loop and start Robin Leonard. I won't agree if he does that. And I'm I'm a usual. Robin Leonard fan. I, I, I love Robin. I am a big supporter of him. But you got to do what is best for your team. And I, I've talked about this before. Rob, It was the same as Robin Leonard last year in the bubble where he was the better goalie. So you start him. You know, 
So you can't, you cannot bench Mark Andre Fleury. I I I I don't think they should. Pete DeBoer was in this. <laughs> when you think about it, it's it's funny how Pete DeBoer went from having to pick between Martin Jones and Aaron Dell to having to pick between Mark Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard. I mean, it's such a good problem for him, but it's easy. It's an easy. It's an easy answer for me. It's Mark Andre Fleury until until his wheels fall off, which I don't think it will anytime soon. Um, anyways, another player I thought stood out for me was obviously the guy who scored two goals, Alex Stuck. Now, he he and Marcia So, who coincidentally had another uh, – had the first goal. Marcia had the first goal. And Alex Stuck had the other two goals. These two guys actually in their media availability on the past two days leading up to this game – was very vocal about how they need to score. I Marcia So actually said something like they need to score in the first period, which they didn't, but they need to have the lead. And they stepped up. Alex Stuck loves playing against the Minnesota Wild. On the first game, I thought he was going to score. He really wanted to score on that first game, but today he, he did twice, and he's always played his best against Minnesota and I'm hoping for that to continue as the series goes on obviously and Marcia so boy oh boy he that misfit lights I, I said this on a tweet that misfit line really needed to step up I, we needed the misfit line because right now Mark Stone is cold and as much as we also need Mark Stone to step up and him to be the captain and him to be the superhero we need, we also can't rely on him every game. Even though I understand that that's what he's paid, that's what he's paid for, you know. But he's not. If only he was Connor McDavid, right? But he's human, you know. He has his off days, and I'm expecting Mark Stone to turn it on sometime soon. Hopefully. Hopefully as soon as possible. Hopefully as soon as Pacioretty comes back because, man, we we need that line to show what we need. Mark Stone to show up. Um, and another guy I thought played a really good game was Alex Petrangelo, who a lot of fans really blamed him for the game. On Tuesday, which I personally don't. When you we don't score zero goals, you can't win any any game. But I thought he had a really good quote unquote maybe a, like a re- rebound game, right? He he. I thought his breakouts was really good. I thought he blocked a lot of good shots and and really li- one of the reasons why Minnesota was very limited in their chances. I thought his offense was good. He had the secondary assist on that tuck goal. He, uh, he it wasn't a pass, but it was a really good entry with a shot that was supposed to be. I wouldn't say supposed to be. That's a shot. Not every shot defenseman take needs to hit the net. Like they purposely miss sometimes. I'm not sure if he did or not, but sometimes they miss just to get the. You you shoot for a rebound. A lot of defensemen do that. I think. That's one of those cases where Jan, he knew Janmark was coming in. He he shot the puck. Janmark won the rebound, and then 
Todd got it in his shot. Even that last uh, power play goal, like he was all over the ice. I thought Petro, uh, Petro was really, really good. He 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 was great defensively, and I thought he was one of the best skaters on the ice. Obviously, I think Tuck was the best. He, he has two goals, so I can't really argue there. But it was such a better all-around game for the Golden Knights after the start of the second period because the, the first period was was painful to watch. I, I thought if they were going to drop that, they were going to lose that in the first period. But now they're, they're going to have to carry this momentum onto the next game. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet in all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus or your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. So, Thursday night, St. Paul, Minnesota. That's one of the boogeyman's. Not boogeyman, boogie place. Is that a word? A boogie place. For the Golden Knights, um, they, it's been it's been talked about a nauseum that the Golden Knights has not won a regular seat, uh, no, a regulation win in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I think they are very capable of doing so uh, this is just my optimism after this game maybe I'm talking but I'm pre- like the, the Golden Knights are, are, are a good team the, this whole Minnesota can't win in Minnesota thing could be a mental thing but I don't think it is I think the players are confident enough that they know they are able to win there they all they did it in overtime this season but they actually they Taking one of these games in Minnesota is a must. You cannot go down 3-1 into a series. They need to win one of these games. Coming back down 3-1 is rare. Although Vegas blew one of those leads before. And I don't want to I don't want to go that deep into that, but they need to win one one of these games. And they need to show up the offense after this performance. I feel like the monkey is off their backs a little bit and they're going to have that confidence going into Minnesota that they can score. They can beat Cam Talbot. And I think the first thing they need to do is beat Minnesota's defense. I don't think Minnesota's defense can keep this up. They had twenty six. At some point, at one point, I, I someone mentioned they had twenty six blocks, while Vegas only had like twenty three shots. I think they ended the game with twenty six block shots. Oh, there twenty six block shots. 
the Wild had 26 block shots and the Golden Knights has 28 shots on goal. That's going to take a toll on the Minnesota players. You you saw Matt Dumba after that one block shot he had. He, he had to go to the bench and really kind of catch his breath. They they're going to get beaten and bruised and, 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 and kudos to them as they keep doing it. But I'm not sure if they can hold up. These guys are humans. They're not machines. Okay. It's going to take a toll on their body. They're going to get tired. They're going to get hurt. They're going to get, the, the more they get hurt, they're going to have second thoughts on taking that big slap shot from Nick Hague or, or Jonathan Marsh or so. Right. And I feel like, they're going to wear down, especially the physical play of the Golden Knights. They they had 63 hits that game on, on, on game two. The Golden Knights had 63 hits. That's going to take a toll on on the Wild. The Wild are, are a big team, but not all of them. And, and like I was saying, it's going to take a toll. And I the Golden Knights are going to take advantage of that. The Golden Knights had 20 block shots, uh, of course, but the, I think after all those games that the Golden Knights played down a man, they've been used to this beating for a while. I'm not sure who's playing hurt, but everybody at this time of year, everybody's playing hurt, right? But it's they just the Golden Knights just need to keep playing as physical as they can. They have the physical line. The the Carrier, Colossar, and Reeves line is ridiculous physically. I don't expect much from uh, in the offense from them. Although there was like a point in the first period where they're the ones who was actually only ge- the, the only ones generating shots on goal, which, you know, if they're the ones who score the goal, that would have been, you know, funny. But I don't expect much from them but they're they're there to wear down the other team. Ryan Reeves only played ten minutes of the game, which I understand. If you're trying to catch up, you're trying to go uh, score goals. Ryan Reeves is not that guy. Ryan Reeves is there to eat uh, eat up some minutes and really wear down the other team. Same with Carrier and Colasar. Although I think Colasar played a little bit more after. Noshik went down. They really had to juggle lines again, but they're used to that. As I said before, they're used to playing a man short. And the crazy part is, even with a man short, Ryan Reeves only played nine minutes. That kind of shows how much trust they have in Colasar and Carrier over Reeves because... Uh, Carrier, wait, never mind. No, Carrier also played only ten minutes, and Colasar played thirteen. So that means they trust Colasar more than they trust Carrier or Reeves. Actually, I'm looking at the times right now. Noshik actually only played a minute. A minute. He had a minute of ice time. That means he was actually out in the first period. They were down a man for most of the game, and then yet you have. Carrier at 10 minutes and Reeves at 9. 9.03. So, be, when they needed to score, 
those guys those those guys are going to see less minutes right when vegas is ahead early you're going to see a little bit more of those guys they're bruising they're they're able to beat up on guys a little bit more if the golden knights are ahead now there's this debate online or how necessary is this role or not this is playoff hockey i've seen enough hockey or or playoffs hockey also that i wouldn't say it's necessary but it helps but you you also put your best players on the ice a little bit more and when you have guys like tuck that can eat up minutes from the top six and just instead of playing you know your conventional third line you play 14 15 minutes right and your your conventional fourth line you play around 12 minutes what the golden knights are doing is they're eating up the time from the fourth line and putting it on to the third line so the third line is now playing around 17 minutes instead of 15 and the fourth line playing at around 10 although that's goes out the books when you go down a Thomas Nosek but that's what they're doing and I think it's fine I don't think it's that big of a problem as long as the third line can carry their weight which right now has been okay uh, Wa and Kolasar has seen a lot of time in there, and Yanmark has seen a lot of time in that third line. It's been a revolving door of Wa, Yanmark, Kolasar, and Kolasar, and then Tux is there sometimes. It's that's the third line right now. Although Kolasar hasn't really played much, but it, they're playing their top guys a lot and they're pairing it up with their defense their offensive defense and the thing about playing Wa and Yanmark they, they they are very defensively sound and they're there to check their checking line so I, I I like this setup but they we need a lot of production it really it's really relying heavily on your top six and the bottom six really need to pull their weight. But we'll see what happens in Minnesota on Thursday night. Well, actually, it's it's going to be Thursday afternoon for us. It's going to be on uh, five, uh, 5 o'clock Pacific time. Oh, 6.30 actually. No, 5 o'clock is on, on Saturday. 6.30 is on Thursday. So Thursday, 6.30 – Pacific time, which which is thirty minutes earlier than normal Golden Knights games, but I'm gonna talk a little bit more about this upcoming game tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. But that's about it for me. That huge win for the Golden Knights. I am I am a happy camper now. And I still don't know how to end a podcast. So thanks for listening.